0: Episode seven starts now.
1: Welcome to ShareMo EDU.
0: We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Renee Hawkins, principal at Maple Elementary School.
1: And I'm Dr. Eric Carlon, an elementary assistant principal at Maple Elementary School.
0: This week we welcome Dr. Joe Sanfilippo to the podcast. Dr. Sanfilippo is a superintendent, author, podcaster, and motivator. He's a champion for education, encouraging staffs to tell their stories and own their learning. We're excited to welcome you, Joe.
2: Well, hey, thanks for having me. I should just bring you along with me. That was fun <laughs> intro, man. I, I may mean, I just go back and rewind that and play that for everybody everywhere I go. I love it. <laughs>
1: well, well, I Joe, help us to sure. get to know you. Sorry. <laughs> help us to get to know you and just tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I am a superintendent in a small school district in northwest Wisconsin, and. 25 kids, 1,300 people in the whole village, and everything that we do in this village revolves around our school and uh, and and a unique mascot. We are the Fall Creek Crickets, go Crickets, and we do everything to try to promote the work that happens in our space uh, on a number of different platforms, but there's so many great stories happening in fall creek wisconsin that they need to be told to the world and i don't think that's different than any other place in the world to be honest i mean fall creek's a special place i get that but at the same time these stories are happening all over the place they just need to be told so um yeah, so I, i've been here about eight years and i uh, was a principal prior to that and then prior to being a principal i was a uh i taught oh, i was a counselor and then i, I coached Uh, in uh, high school and then I was I was also a fifth grade teacher and a second grade teacher and I taught kindergarten for about six months and then I knew that that was not where I needed to be
0: (laughs) takes a special person to teach kindergarten
2: (laughs) yeah special or crazy I don't care which one but it's not me I mean I guess I am crazy so it's got to be special yeah you're right it's got to be special
0: (laughs) okay Joe you have a hashtag link to your passion probably several hashtags if you Mm want to pick one tell us what does this hashtag mean to you and how do you honor those words
2: so uh, we can do, I think most importantly, the uh, the Go Crickets hashtag is the one that I kind of gravitate towards all the time. And the reason is um, that the, it, when we put that out there, when we put Go Crickets out there, it celebrates the work of the people that are actually doing the work, right? Like, so I can talk as loud as I want and as much as I want about the impact of, you know, what we can do or what I can do from this lens, from a superintendent lens, or I can do the right work, which is making sure that the light shines so brightly on the teachers and staff members of this school district, that that that's what the story really entails. And my people rock, like my people are crushing it. And so their story needs to be told to anybody who will listen Um, and for us, the Go Crickets hashtag has been one of those things that is just. It started out as uh, something we saw that um, you know we had actually. It's funny because we saw the we saw Go Crickets on pins and and pennants and shirts and posters um, in a village museum from like the 1960s. And so all we did was make that you know take that mentality and just make it a little bit more modern and throw a hashtag. And now it's out, not only do we connect to people, but people remember what Go Crickets was 25, 35, 45 years ago. So it gives us an opportunity to really bring everybody together and connect a passion to what this uh, school district is all about. And I could not be more happy to be able to share their story all over the country at this point. And um, it's been an honor to be able to do that because these people are too important to have only those in the village know what they do. Yeah,
1: it's always cool how uh that hashtag or, or anything can just kind of go globally and um can be from anywhere. It's uh I know when you spoke uh a few weeks ago at our um PD it was it was cool that just <laughs> how go crickets has has gone uh around the world and back. It's just it's neat to be outside of just your uh your town. So
2: mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It's been, a, I mean, it's it's humbling too. like, and I, but here's the other thing about it that I don't think people get. And that is that it, it steps our game up too, because now not only do people celebrate the work that happens out here, but they expect that work to happen out here. And we're really in that, uh, in that space where, when our people know that there are, they're like every that we have a tweet from every state in every state in the United States saying go crickets every everyone every every state. And so when they know that people are, um, you know, shouting their words out or following what they do, their audience is substantially bigger than just the people in this building.
1: Cool. Well, share a message. Uh You co-authored Hacking Leadership. Can you share a message from your book that you would want uh, that would cause people to take action or move someone to take action?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wrote the whole book. Tony only wrote the bio, (laughs) so I don't understand how he's getting all these accolades. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So Tony Sinanis, who's a superintendent in uh, Hastings on Hudson in New York right now and one of my best friends in the world, um, is a phenomenal educator and uh, certainly someone to follow and, and see what he's doing. but when we wrote the book uh, we were just well two things so when we wrote the book we were kind of we were kind of sick of reading a bunch of philosophy honestly like everybody was telling us like you know what all kids should learn and we should you know empower our staff well, that, yeah I mean what, what do you uh, yes yeah like that's it's easy to say but help me do it Right. So in hacking leadership, what we wanted to do was just make sure that we had 10 really practical applications for you to go out. And we can if the if the baseline is that we all agree that all kids should learn and that we should empower learning and that people and that students and teachers should both have voice in what they do, if that's the baseline then then we need to go well beyond that. And going well beyond that means you have to give provide people time, resource and opportunity to do that. And that's what we try to do with the book is to provide ten really practical solutions to get you started when it comes to doing the work uh, that you do as a leader. So the one message that I think that we could gosh, one message, man, that's hard. So the one message that we would take away from the book is um, that in the absence of knowledge, people tend to make up their own. So if they don't know what you do, then they make up what you do. And if if, if you're relying on you know, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds to tell the story of what happens in your space, then you're really kind of you know beholden to how they're feeling at that particular time. I have a middle school kid. Uh, I have three kids in my middle schooler. If I relied on my middle schooler to tell me what happened at school during the day, I'm going to get a message based on whether or not a particular girl talked to him during that day. I mean, so he's either feeling really good or not feeling really good about his day. So if we're relying on that to be the, you know, like the truth of what happens in our space, we need to do a much better job of telling our story.
0: Okay, Joe, reflect on these statements. Right now, one thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by...
2: Okay, so one thing that's going well for me. Well, first of all, like personally, I am crushing it like my wife is smoking hot and my kids are fantastic. So I think that's probably from a personal perspective, I feel really good about that. Uh, But things that are going really well for me is like we are we are at that point where we are amplifying the voice of this district to the point that other people are coming to us and asking to be part of what we do at a meeting yesterday with the group. A local group named uh, Spectrum Industries, and Spectrum Industries does fantastic work across the country with furniture. And they they asked us if if we could do some partnerships where they could bring some stuff into our classrooms and make and see what our teachers you know really want when it comes to furniture in their space. So now our people are getting a chance to actually have furniture built for them. And what that and what they're uh, in you know in their classrooms and what that looks like. That's cool to me because the voice that we have or the voice that that uh, we've been given is now allowing us to partner and make our spaces better and our teachers better in that regard. What okay. was the second one, Ram?
0: The second one is um, I want to grow by.
2: Oh, so I want to grow by um, never forgetting why I do what I do. There are times that. Uh, There are times that, you know, when you when you get a chance to talk to a big group about the work that's happening, you never want to forget why you're why you're there. And the why for me is to make sure that every opportunity that we have to amplify the voice of the school district, we do. And I wouldn't have a platform to have to tell these stories if these stories weren't real. My people crush it. They are amazing. They do things that I have never seen before. And those stories need to be told, and I never want to forget that. So I want to make sure that they grow by making more connections with our groups to make sure that their story is being told on a, on a global platform.
0: Awesome. From you being in our district, two things really stick out to me, and it's be intentional, and I hear it in your words right now, and be unapologetically optimistic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, absolutely that's the, i should have answered that before that was that would have been a good answer <laughs> but yeah
0: definitely but, walk that walk through your work right.
2: actions. we try i mean the, here's the thing about the intentionality piece of it like if you don't if you're not intentional about the work that happens in your space then you look back after six or eight months and think oh my gosh i can't believe it's january already i can't believe it's you know march already and you wonder what happened along the way we need to be much more intentional about that the, the work that happens in our space and i kind of equate it to you like you know chip Chip and Dan Heath wrote a book called The Power of Moments. and It's a fantastic book. But one of the things that they talked about in the book is that people remember two things about an event. They remember the peak or pit, which is, you know, the higher, the low point of the event. And they remember the end of the event. OK, so here's my contention is that we can't always control the peak or pit because people get, you know, they feel a certain way about the about the event, no matter what. And we can't always control that. But we can control the end. And if we can control the end then we can control half of what people are going to remember about that moment so what are we doing before kids leave you know to go home what are we doing to make sure that our teachers feel valued before they leave what at the end of the day at the end of the year at the end of a meeting at the end of whatever if you can control that last piece of what happens in that moment then you have a a really good chance of that moment being remembered
1: i love that that's awesome Okay, next question. What three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life, and why do those words come to mind?
2: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, What what Did you say what three words? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay, so I would say the three words, and I think it's probably a mashup of a couple different people um, that have been so influential to me. One would be Passion. If you're not passionate about the work that you do, you shouldn't do it. That's that's just kind of the way it works. And I get that from um, from my wife in particular and a coach that I had in high school uh, named Tom Nices, who was so passionate about the work that we couldn't. There's no way that we wouldn't follow his lead because of the passion that he had. Um, then, I, you know, so passion would be probably the first one uh intentionality would be the second one and i get that one from my mom because my mom always used to tell me joe you're always interviewing for your next job so i think that's part of it is really be intentional about the work that that we're doing in that space um and finally i would say uh fun if you're not having fun doing what you're doing then get out like do something different nobody needs you to be there if it's not fun i mean you can because the the vibe that you give off in that space is you're going to bring everybody else down. So find find the fun in that work. And I get that from my kids. And um, they are, you know, they, they find fun even when I don't want them to find fun in the work that's happening. Like if they need to clean up the house or something, I don't know how they find, maybe they find fun in making me crazy. That could very well be, <laughs> but they find fun in everything. And so I'm, uh, you know, I think they are, you know, that would, those would be the groups that I would that I would venture to to awesome. kind of gravitate towards.
0: What has been a game changing moment for you in the field of education?
2: Game changing moment in the field of education for me was probably two things. Probably when I came to when I was interviewing for my uh, superintendent job, and they they you know and I said to them, I might not be the best superintendent that you'll hire, but I'm the loudest person that you will ever meet. So if there are cool things happening in this space, they will know about them. And that question, that, that was the answer to the question. I asked the board, what do you expect of me? And they said that there's a lot of really good things happening here, but nobody knows about them. And that w- that gave me license to do all the work that we're doing here, which, w- which has been, I mean, beyond anything that I could have imagined. The second thing, the game changing piece was probably, um, uh, keynoting uh, a conference called lead three in California with Sir Ken Robinson and the the idea that he had heard about the keynote that he had heard about the message and he was really interested in having a conversation about what that was and the fact that he gave me the time of day and talked to me about what it means to tell stories and to connect with audiences um, meant the world to me and I I because I view him as the foremost authority on creativity in schools and uh, what innovation really, really means. So to have a guy like that, that gave, that took the time to just talk and have a conversation and then another one, because we keynoted another event together and then do it again. And the idea that I could just shoot him an email and ask him a question and, and, and to get a response from him, it was definitely uh, game changing for me.
1: Cool. Okay. If your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others.
2: Cheers. Yeah, nice. Nice. Hey, I love it. I love it. Yeah, 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 but I got a bottle. Yeah, I, it's drive. water. It's water though. Okay. Right, make sure people know that.
1: How, how do you promote self-care?
2: Oh, people, this is the worst question for me. Like, honestly, this is, yeah, this is not, nah, I am not. I told the board when I got here, like at some point I'm going to run into a wall and you're just going to have to deal with that. Um, so I think the, the one thing that I do to fill my cup is to make sure that I make great connections with people, and um, and that's that's the only thing that I can do honestly. Like I feel like sometimes the paperwork gets pushed to the side because I want to be out talking to people, and I know I know when I don't. Like there are days that I don't get out of the office, which is awful. And there's just things that need to be done. Like if we're talking about if we if there's something that's going on with the board or the, or we have we have a referendum coming up, so that sometimes I'm meeting meeting with architects or planning process or whatever, and I don't get out into the office or out into the school, I can tell that I'm not making good connections and that's going to be a problem.
0: Okay. This month we're promoting hashtag meaningful March.
2: All right. (laughs) What is one
0: thing you can do this month to make it remarkable?
2: One thing I could do this month to make March remarkable was, it would be, um, to listen to our announcements first of all cuz they're awesome <laughs> and then I don't know if you guys can hear that but they are rocking this is we it, every morning i get we get this they come out and i just get excited because the guy that does the announcements is a 8th grade science teacher i mean listen to the excitement have a great day man i mean he's crushing it he's loving it <laughs> right he and he just puts so much passion into it anyway so i think the to make uh to make march remarkable the thing that i would tell people is be intentional about making one more connection. Just one more. Just just one more. It doesn't It doesn't need to be, you know, I think a lot of times we try to, like, we talked about it when I was uh, with your group, the idea that we try to change so much stuff that we don't change anything. And my friend Brad Saren, who's a superintendent in Sun Prairie, talks about the idea that all you need to do is change the contour of the wing a little bit to give you lift. You don't need to change everything. Just change one thing. So give yourself license to change one thing and make one more connection with people. If that means that you're going to stop, you know, you're, you're going to do something uh, for them or stop into their classroom and have a conversation or visit them at home or whatever the case may be, just make one more connection than you would have the month before.
0: Mm. Right. Okay, we've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five.
2: Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready.
0: Fire five questions that we just want you to tell us the first thing that comes to mind.
2: Oh, uh, cookies. Uh, Pizza. pizza, Pizza. (laughs) Sleep. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. All right, question one.
1: Fire away, Renee.
0: What is one easy way you pump the passion every day?
2: uh, Connect with kids. Okay, school lunch or home lunch? Home lunch. (laughs) Because, well, only because my wife is a nutritional therapist and we all eat organic food all the time and, and, and organic figs are really expensive. So I want to eat them.
0: What do you want to be when you grow up?
2: I want to inspire as many people to do the best work that they can every time they get in front of kids.
1: Which emoji do you, uh, do you use most frequently? <laughs>
2: Confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have more time or more money?
1: time all right you made it through the fast five joe thank you so much uh it's great to get to talk to you again as we had you out uh, to our district in january um is there any last statements or or something you want to share with anyone who's going to listen in
2: uh, yeah, I think the last thing that I would tell people is that we have a tremendous opportunity as educators and we get all these people outside of the school that tell us what we do at the same time. They have no idea what we do. So like Grant said before, like if we can be unapologetically optimistic about the work that happens and we never give up the opportunity to say something great about our kids or our school, or our community, we can change the whole narrative. So please do that.
0: Great message. Thank you.
2: All right, guys. You have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Enjoy.
0: Tune in next week to learn more as we share Mo. <laughs>